spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Halloween. Oh, it's the Gatos and Chad Show. Chad is with his uh, little girl. Becky Lynn, what's her name again? I always forget. Charlie. Little Charlie. Little Charlie. Yeah. So Chad is going to be uh, hanging out with her. They're going to go Halloween. Oh, Trick-or-treating. Awesome. It's awesome, going to be awesome. great. So uh, we got Barry Marks. And what's up, Bear? What's going on, Gatos? we got a lot of politics today. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We've got a lot of tricks. We've got a lot of treats. Coming up at uh, 4 o'clock, though. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing this since 2006. Holy moly. 2006. Uh it is the uh, Creep Show. And every Halloween, we take an hour of the show and we turn the lights off inside of the studios. We light the candles and we ask you to call in with your real life encounter with the supernatural. So we've been doing this for a number of years, since 2006. And basically, you scare us for prizes. Oh. It has to be real. And the great thing is, it's always, if you try and fake it, we're going to hang up on We're going to know. Oh, wow. It's got to be real. Uh, and so your real life encounters with the supernatural coming up at four. What are you doing? I'm taking off this mic oh, cover. Oh, jeez. I thought you were trying to like <laughs> add something to he, the show. I, to, I thought he was going to say, listen to that sound. Yeah. It's a scary Scratch. sound. It's a yeah. scary sound. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. We do it uh, every year at four o'clock. So we've just moved midterm mayhem to three. So in an hour, we'll hit you with some midterm mayhem. Right. And then at four, we're going to go and uh, you all will scare us for prizes. All right. Uh, not that I watch 60 Minutes because it's an old person show, but <laughs> it was pretty good <laughs> last night. I, I didn't get to see it. I, I just got back into town from yeah. San Diego. We were at a great wedding over the weekend. Uh, so we flew in this morning, but I've seen a ton of these clips. And it really does star Mark Fincham yeah. and Mark Brnovich. So it's Fincham, the Secretary of State candidate, who I don't like to call a Republican. Because I respect Republicans. Uh, he is, he is, not, it's almost, he's not even ultra MAGA. He's like, he's like January 6th bad. Yeah. Anyway. He, uh, he was at January 6th. Yeah. He, we're going to get into, he was embarrassed. Yeah. It was in humili- this interview. It was humiliating. Just the, I mean, I, it was cringeworthy watching it, seeing how him sit there and they just ask very simple, basic questions. He'd say something and they're like, based on what? Yeah. And he just would sit there. Right. It, it's we, incredible. We've interviewed him too. And I see right through the guy. Um, but Mark Burnovich also, uh, our current yeah. attorney general. Um, he had something to say yesterday. Okay, Gatos. why don't we play some of this? Because, you know, Mark Burnovich, you know, I'm not really sure where he stands on 2020. Because at the beginning, you know, in 2020, he said the elections were fine in Arizona. And then he started kissing Trump's butt. And then he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. And then he does an investigation. And then he says, we've got serious problems here in Arizona with our uh, election integrity. And then he goes on <laughs> 60 Minutes last night, and he's like a totally different person. He, he settled in on some real stuff last night, Gatos. I don't think he settled in on anything. I think he <laughs> lied through his teeth. I think this guy's the... He, so he called everybody a clown. Who did he call clown? He called uh, Lake, right. and Fincham, right. and Hamaday, yeah. and uh, Blake Masters. Well, at least those four know where they stand. Clowns. They're not clowns. I don't think, I think compared to Brnovich, Brnovich is the clown. Well, he's, because, this is in relation to the, the claims. He, he, they're, they're, he said they're clowns, like they just throw these election denial claims against the wall and sees what sticks, and he just said they're clowns. He said, I'm, I'm, not, okay. I'm not into these clowns throwing, uh, throwing I, ridiculous claims. I don't know there. if I've ever seen a guy talk out of both sides of his mouth like Brnovich. He wants Trump's endorsement, so he's basically saying the election was fraudulent. But on the other side of his mouth, he's like, listen, these elections were fair. We all know it. And he can't make his mind up yeah. until he goes on a national show like six. Well, minutes, but the, but the elections 
over now. He's not trying to get Trump's favor anymore. He's not trying to win an election well, where anymore. Where was he then? He's uh, if he said everything's well, just fine and his yeah. elect his uh, his his uh, uh, right. investigation came up with nothing. Yep. Where's he been? He should have been saying it a long time ago. All right. Can we hear a little bit from Brnovich? It's like a giant grift in some ways. A grift, a swindle is what you're saying. Yes. I mean, he's literally saying this election denial stuff in Arizona, the stuff that these pro- these, these uh, uh, people who are running for office on the Republican side, what they're doing is, is literally, he just said it's grift and a swindle. And That's he's it. part of it. And he, well, he didn't say that. <laughs> no, but he, but he is because, you know, he's trying to walk this tightrope where he wants the far right to like him. But then he wants, you know, other people uh, to say, you know what? He's also fair. Uh, he said that there were, and I quote, serious vulnerabilities in Arizona's election system. Yeah, he didn't say and that. He didn't say that there were that there were problems with 2020. He said that the system itself has vulnerabilities that should be corrected. When you throw when you when you throw that out there, yeah. uh, what you're saying is there was fraud, and well, that's what people hear. Yeah, and I, so he did that. And he's part of this whole thing. So I just think for Mark Burnovich to call anyone a clown, you know, to call Lake a clown or to call Masters. A, by the way, Masters isn't an election denier. Well, yeah, he was. His his website was full of election denial. He got Trump's endorsement in the primary because he was an absolute election denial. He's changed his tune now because he realizes he's going to lose if he keeps saying that. But Blake Masters is absolutely an election denial. See, I never heard that. Oh, he said it constantly in the. He, See, all, all all I heard was no, I think that there were can, some things can, that were wrong. No, and, I can are, show you fifteen clips, including okay. his, including his old website. He took it off his website just a few weeks ago. Well, he didn't run on it then. No, uh, is he, that fair? No, he absolutely okay, ran I, on I it. I disagree. <laughs> Play some of Brnovich, though. Let's get a little bit of Brnovich here. We as prosecutors deal in facts and evidence. And I'm not like the clowns that throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks. Clowns. Clowns. Did I say that? Yes. I think that there were a lot of clowns out there that um, they saw what they wanted to see. Uh, what is that? Simon Garfunkel line that a, a man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. There was a lot of that going on. Wow. Uh, you know what? Maybe maybe uh, duty. maybe I'm wrong here. I, I thought I thought he was the one who didn't know where he stood. No, I'm telling you, he's not running for reelection. Obviously, he's he's he lost his uh, his primary for Senate and he's coming out now, at least in this interview, as a truth teller doesn't count. And he's saying, well, you, you can say he wasn't he wasn't being upfront with everybody in the past. And I, I won't necessarily disagree with you, but I'm going to tell you right now, he's a Republican attorney general of Arizona who's done this investigation for the last year and a half. And he's coming out and he's calling other Republicans running for office, which isn't easy, calling them clowns, saying this is a grift and a swindle what they're trying to no. pull over on the voters in Arizona. What's That's, not easy is to do it three months I, ago. I agree. Yeah. Or a year ago. I, or a year I, ago. I absolutely agree with you. Doing but it now, I, I, I totally disagree. You, Doing it now is easy. Doing it now is simple. Well, it's, you not, know, it's not if you want a future in the Republican you're Party. You're almost done. You're, t- you're, you're well, almost, you're almost might, out of office. He's, so. a young, he's a young man. He may run for something again. The easy thing is, I mean, you don't hear Doug Ducey saying anything. Doug Ducey knows exactly what's going on here, that there was no fraud in Arizona's system. He's not saying a word. He's keeping his head down. No, Ducey has always said the, the election was fair. Well, but he doesn't go on and say there's no fraud. He doesn't go on and say the claims these people are making are ridiculous. He doesn't come out and call these folks cl- uh, clowns. No. I mean, he didn't support any of them in the primary. Right. But now that they won the primary, he's supporting them in the general election. I mean, Katie Hobbs continues, until including this weekend, saying that the election was stolen, despite evidence to the contrary. And Ducey's the chair. Katie Hobbs or Carrie Lake? 
Carrie, I'm sorry, Carrie Lake. Yeah. Carrie Lake is saying that. I keep getting them mixed up in my head with I know, names. it's a little bit weird. But it's, uh, but no, it, look, I, I'm, you're right about Brnovich. He should have said this stuff he's a long a time ago. But I, I'll tell you, you have to listen to what he's saying now. He's a Republican. There's no benefit for him saying this at this point. It doesn't hold and any water for me. And he's, but he's coming out and saying these other Republicans. It's too this late. Is, this is BS. It's too late. Well, it's too late, uh, man. Uh, maybe it's not. A, maybe some people are listening going, I knew it. But now I'm hearing it from a Republican. Eh, it's true. Serious vulnerabilities is what Bernovich has been saying for months. In, not, in Arizona's not, not election in tw- system. Not in, not, not in 2020. He was saying in the system itself This year forward. he's been saying it all year. Serious vulnerabilities. Right. Going forward. In Arizona's election system. He's been saying it in in 2022, and that's all he's had to say. The, the interesting thing is he comes out, he calls everybody a clown. Can we, let's play the clip of him with Jon Stewart. Because the other day, Jon Stewart tried to yeah. tried to get him, uh, Mark Burnovich, the AG, to say, hey, listen, just admit everything was fine. Everything was good with the election. So he didn't admit it on uh, uh, with Jon Stewart. The fact is, the election in Arizona was well-run, not fraudulent and not stolen from Donald Trump, according to even your investigation. I, I have never said. Why is it, it so hard to just say yes to that? I just I guess because I've spent my entire most of my career as a prosecutor and we still have some ongoing cases. Let so in your way. mind, yeah. you still feel like after all this, you're going to discover. No. A concerted effort to steal the election from Donald Trump and and that it was fraudulent. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. So why can't you say the election in 2020 was not stolen or fraudulent? I will tell you this. As I said, this is blowing my mind. That was great. It's pathetic. See the look on Stewart's face, by the way, was awesome. But so why the difference? He he is one way yeah. with John Stewart, and he's a totally different way on sixty minutes, which makes me think he's the clown. I, he I is can't the answer, clown. I can't answer the question. I will tell you the interview. I believe the interview with sixty minutes actually occurred before the interview with John Stewart. They were just aired at different times. They they held the sixty minute one. Um, but I, but you're right. It's it's not entirely consistent. But no. it, well, but it's not inconsistent because he's not saying on John Stewart. He's not saying that there that there was fraud or there was anything else. He's just not saying that it was was BS like he's saying on on sixty minutes. I, I think we're all lucky he didn't win that Senate race. Well, I I think it, we're all lucky that he didn't because he may, may have been the worst. That may be the case. But I will tell you, it, it's not. It's it's good to hear a Republican in office, even at this late date. It should have been earlier. I'm with you, but to hear a Republican in office who's the biggest, the, the the highest law enforcement uh, person in the entire state, to finally come out and say there's no fraud in Arizona's election. The people who are saying th- that there is fraud are clowns, and they're running a grift and a swindle on the people of Arizona. Doesn't that's, count. That's uh, that's pretty. I, I that's think pretty powerful. I don't think so. Well, <laughs> I think it's, it's pretty. Absolutely. I think it's pretty pretty simple for him to do that now. I don't think that takes any guts whatsoever. Well, do, you, do you think he's lying? That, that uh, there really I is think fraud. That, I think he. No, I think he, I think he wants it both ways, and he can't figure out which way to go because he's one of these. He's like a high school kid. He's like, I want to be popular, but I also want to be friends with those people. And if I'm friends with those people, I'm not going to be popular. And it's like, man, grow a pair. Pick a side. Which way are you going? And he can't figure that out. John Stewart, he went one way. 60 minutes, he went another way. I think we're pretty lucky he's not going to be our next senator. That's Brnovich. All right, coming up next. Uh, why is everybody warning you that fentanyl is going to be in your kid's candy? I don't get this. We're going to talk about it next. Gatos and Chad show Barry Markson is in. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, Barry is in for uh, Chad. Chad's at home. He's got his uh, kids. They're going trick-or-treating. And, you know, uh, Barry, I, I I don't think anyone's ever said this to you, but uh, I'm so glad to be looking at your face right now. Oh, Because uh, Chad's face on Halloween when he works <laughs> yeah. is he's dressed up as an evil clown. Really? So That's ever, a little scary. Ever since I started working with Chad, Becky Lynn, you know this, he, uh, he comes in costume on Halloween. And at like halftime of the show at four o'clock, he he's got a costume change. Yes, he does. Yeah, he, he has a wardrobe change. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes a makeup change. Yeah, and I don't like it. It scares me. He looks he looks freakish. And uh, so Barry, I'm glad to, I'm glad to be looking at your so well, handsome face. I'm, I have a, I have a costume change coming up too. Oh, wonderful! Oh boy! <laughs> wonderful! Wonderful! Okay, so all right, somebody explain this to me. Why Why is everyone warning us that fentanyl is going to be in your kid's candy? Because they're lying. Yeah, see, that's what I thought, too. Uh, here's the deal. Do we have a fentanyl problem in America? You're darn right we do. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago about the, the the rainbow colors of fentanyl, how they're being snuck into the United States, and they look like children's candy. And then all of a sudden, somebody picked this up, and it's like, you know, it's this narrative out there where, hey— uh, because of our situation at the border, uh, now your kids are going to get fentanyl. Uh, it, no, yeah, no, that's not true. Yeah, it's it's completely not true. Look, it, it's it's a it's political season. Everybody's trying to scare you, right? That's the whole thing. So now the latest scaring is we have to shut down the border because otherwise our kids are going to take colorful fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah, but it isn't like people where you go trick or treating in your neighborhood or passing out fentanyl. I have to tell you, the folks who traffic in, in fentanyl, they they're sell, Americans. They sell it. They're not well, looking to give it away no, to little kids. It's a silliness. So it's not. It's just not an issue. It's just another scare tactic of politicians. Well, don't worry. Right, and, and it's like you know, you you should always check your children's candy. We we've always done that. I usually, I usually check it by eating it. I eat a bunch of <laughs> right. Let me check this one. Let right. me check this one. Right, but you know, I I think I think you're right. It's it's a narrative that's being woven into Halloween because let's go over where fentanyl comes from when it pours over our border. Eighty five percent of fentanyl seized nationwide was at a port of entry. They're coming. It's not. It's not in one of the gaps in the wall or over a shipping right. container. Uh, so eighty five percent. Uh, seized port of entry. The majority of people who attempt to smuggle fentanyl through the ports of entry, Americans. Oh, they're Americans. That can't be Gatos. I've heard on TV that it's it's all the uh, illegal uh, uh, immigrants that are trying to get in. Well, again, it's, I'm, I'm kidding. There, it's, it, that's what they say. But what you're saying right. is absolutely right. It's Americans. Right. It, it's Americans. And it's coming in a port of entry. That means it's coming in where people like trucks and it's like when you come back from the country, not the folks walking it over the border. So I just want to separate that. Do yeah. we have a problem at the border with fentanyl? You're absolutely right. Yes. Has Biden does a, done a terrible job at the border? You're absolutely right. Yes. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, it, it It is... You, you you have to separate. You let's separate the Halloween from the fentanyl. Yeah, I don't think Halloween has any. Uh, 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 it has to deal with any fentanyl. The fentanyl's at the border. It, it, yeah, 
Fentanyl, That's where the problem is. Fentanyl, fentanyl's coming into the country. It's being brought in a lot by Americans who are looking to make money. It's being taken by Americans who are looking for drugs. And it's a very dangerous, and we should figure out ways to slow that down or stop it, just like it was with cocaine, just like it was with crack, just like it was with everything else. It's right. the newest drug. Right. Are you? Is it really a fear that you're, it's going to end up in your your kid's Skittles bag or something? No. No. It's just not. No. And it's if you want to talk about the border, I'll talk about the border all day. Uh, but your kid's... Your kids going out trick-or-treating and having fentanyl in their candy has nothing to do with the border. has nothing to do with the fentanyl problem. What's your favorite What's your favorite Halloween candy, Gatos? I'm going to go, uh, I'm gonna go Reese's uh, Pieces. Reese's Pieces? Yeah, I could eat those all day. You don't see those very often. Well, that's, that's how I go. That's a big one. Is you, yeah. Do you give those out at home? Is that, the, is that? No, I don't. I Don't come to my house. What? No, I, I, I turn the light off. You what? do not. You do not. Yeah, yeah. I, no, you do not. What? Yeah. Does my house look approachable to you? Turn the I'm not. Off. Pablo, am I approachable? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you know, we kind of live up on a hill and nobody comes to our house, so we've quit. Get uh, out of here. Yeah, for many, many years, no one has ever come and we just don't hand it out anymore. No That's the way. Truth. Nobody wants to walk up the hill. I'm not kidding you. Wow. Yeah, we get no one. We tried for years. Not a single one. Maybe you should offer better candy. Yeah. No, we had good candy. Uh, believe me, I ate it all. All right, uh, coming up next. <laughs> sad. <laughs> wow. Sad. Should your race be considered when you try to get into the college of your choice? Oh, big Supreme Court case. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Gatos and Chat Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, happy Halloween, everybody. Barry is in for Chad. Uh, Coming up at 3, a special edition of Midterm Mayhem. Uh, We'll talk about the new polls that are out there uh, for governor, for secretary of state, We've got the AG poll. We've got the Senate race. So that's coming up at 3. And the reason we're giving you a special midterm mayhem at 3 is because at 4, we turn to the creep show. We've done this since 2006. It's, uh, it is your real-life encounter with the supernatural. You call us and scare us for prizes. I don't want to be scared. It's awesome. <laughs> it, it's it might it's probably my favorite segment of the entire year. Wow. Yeah. This from a guy who doesn't even pass out candy on Halloween. That's well, impressive. nobody comes to my house, so it's, it's not my problem. Well, they're not coming to your house because you're not passing out candy. I, I, mean, I can try and pass candy. I've nobody comes. I can't pass it out there. I was. I just thought I'd, I might just park at the at the the base of your hill and drive kids up for candy. But, you can. But that, just saying that sounds weird. I don't think that'll work. It just listen. <laughs> I gave up many years ago. We wow. just don't get any kids. I, right. I know it's All ridiculous. Right. But uh, at four o'clock, it's the Gatos and Chad Creep Show. Your real life phone call. Your real life encounter with the supernatural. We do it every uh, a year. All right. So uh, should race be considered when you try to get into uh, the college of your choice? We're talking affirmative action, and we're talking about a Supreme Court uh, a Supreme Court case, Barry. Yeah, and there's there's two cases, uh, Gatos, and, and you know we see this every few years. It seems like maybe every five years or so, uh, where somebody comes forward and said colleges are using race based admissions. They're take they're they're using race to determine who gets into the colleges, uh, and the colleges say, well, yeah, we are. It's it's one of many factors, uh, and we want a diverse student body because we think that makes learning better. People, it, it's a whole thing. And for a lot of these communities of African-Americans and Hispanics, they look at this, especially at the elite colleges, and say, this is important because this is the gateway to leadership. The people who graduate from these colleges are the ones leading in government and business and law and other places. So they want this. The the 
suits that were brought are saying that by doing that, it's it's in essence a reverse discrimination. That if there was if there was a law that said we're going to make sure we have a certain number of white students, everybody would be freaking out and there'd be lawsuits and say you can't do that. Right. That's basically what the schools are saying here about black and Hispanic students, and everyone says it's okay. The big difference this year, normally the the Supreme Court kind of fine tunes it or leaves it alone, but the Supreme Court makeup is different this year, Gatos. Right? There's six conservatives on the on the court now. Correct. The they had five hours of oral argument over the course of these two cases against one against Harvard and one against uh, University of North Carolina, and over that five hours, it became pretty clear that the conservative justices are ready to throw this stuff out, that you're that you're not allowed, they're, they're going to come down with some sort of a decision that tells uh, these universities you're not allowed to have race as part of your admission policy, as part of your standard. And what most people are saying is if you do that, you're going to end up with a less uh, diverse student body. You're going to have less black kids, less, less uh, uh, Hispanic kids, or more white kids, more Asian kids. So the translation is you're going to have more white kids. Uh, and yeah, and, and Asian kids. People, right? and, and, and less of those. And it's it's one of these things, Gatos, where if you just look at it straight on, people should get into college based on their merit, right? If you're smart, if you did whatever the stuff they otherwise look for, that should be what gets you into college. And it, that should be enough, right? I mean, I, I always the, the example that always makes me laugh is uh, at these colleges when they pick the kids who are going to be playing on their basketball team. There's no nobody says, hey, we have to make sure we have a certain number of white kids and Asian kids on those teams. True. Is there anybody making sure there's a there's at least two Asian kids on every college basketball team? No. no. So what what are we doing? And now that said, um, I get it. There is a value in having people from different backgrounds and different races in college. You do learn more. I did that in law school. Uh, it, it, you learn things that you didn't you don't have from your own life experiences, just from being in class with people who grew up differently than you, who had different experiences than you did. There is a value in that. I get that. Yeah, but it's it's a difficult thing because as one of the justices said today, it's it's a it's a one or the other. If if you're if you're going to say we want more African American and Hispanic students in our university, that's okay. But let's understand that means it will be less Asian students and less uh, white students than there might otherwise be if we didn't have that as one of the considerations. Well, there's a lot of criteria, you know, to get into college. Don't a lot of colleges say, well, this person can afford it, so we're going to let that person in. They can pay full price. I, yeah, I, I mean, mean, I don't know that, but yes. Yeah, I mean, that we definitely all, happens. We all think that, right? That's, sure. That, that some schools take a certain amount of out-of-state students because they want the full out-of-state tuition. Absolutely. And they want people who aren't applying for uh, for help. They just want people who can write the check. Uh, there's always a thing about wealthy people can come in and say, I'm going to give you $100,000 to help build this building, and that you're helps You're getting get the you building. In. I don't know. Um, I think you're getting the building. But it's and, and that's what a lot of uh, minority applicants will say is, we, don't, we can't do that, and therefore we're at a disadvantage. But... The, the question is, if you take that stuff, I mean, shouldn't certainly that shouldn't be part of it either. It shouldn't be because your parents are rich, you get in. That shouldn't be in there either. But should somebody uh, who would otherwise get in because of their grades and their SATs and their experiences and what they've done with their high school career, should should somebody get in because they're black, even though their numbers and everything else aren't the same as a white candidate? So with affirmative action, the question that, that's been asked for a long time is, when do we do we still need it? Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody wants to know. Well, and that's and the it's a great question. And the Supreme Court justices uh, asked that question too. Said, "How is giving this this additional kind of lift to not to the people who were in slavery or who were enslaved, but to their ancestors from uh, for a hundred plus hundred fifty years ago? How is that justice? How is that accomplishing anything?" So there's there were questions like that, and it's a good question. All right, we'll keep our eye on it. Supreme Court, the conservative majority signaled a, a lot pretty, of skepticism. Yeah. Uh, over the use of uh, race-conscious admission 
at colleges. Justice Roberts asked some questions. He's going to be the guy. He's, he might be trying to find a way to get the conservatives what they want, which is to get rid of it, but uh, but to do it in a less onerous fashion. How, and he asked questions like, how can we make sure we have diverse campuses but not discriminate against other people? All right. Snow to come, 3 o'clock, midterm mayhem, a special oh, 3 o'clock edition. At 4, we turn it over to you on Halloween. Your real-life encounter with the supernatural. You scare us for prizes. That's at 4. Uh, but up next, why can't you wear offensive costumes for Halloween anymore? Oh. Why do you have to wear some boring costume that, <laughs> that doesn't get anybody all mad? Why can't we all wear costumes that take each other off? Next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, you're darn right it is, except Chad's not here today. Go! He's uh, with his uh, beautiful little daughter, Charlie, who's such a doll. Uh, speaking of dolls, she is uh, dressing up as one of those creepy porcelain jo- dolls. <laughs> no. uh, and so she's just like her dad. They like to scare uh. people uh, on Halloween. So Chad will be back tomorrow. Barry Markson is in. Good to have you, Barry. Thank you. All right. So um, it's really interesting. Uh, there are all these articles out there uh, and warnings, to be quite honest with you, from colleges and high schools and all that. Don't wear an offensive costume. And, you know, everywhere, everywhere you look, it's it's got a list of, of offensive costumes and make sure you're not doing this and make sure you're not yeah. wear, wear, wearing. OK, so I, I kind of I'll just say this. I'll give you an example. Somebody that I used to know. About 10 years ago, for Halloween, she dressed in blackface. This is a woman, by the way. This isn't a kid. Is it Monica? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And so, <laughs> and, so uh, and then she put all these pictures on Facebook. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. She, a white woman. <laughs> judgment and she's judgment. got all the black on her face, right? Wow. And, and that just 10 years ago? It may have been even less. Wow. And so I saw it and I said, you know what? I should probably call this person and say, you know, um, I don't know why you put all that stuff on Facebook, but I'm just kind of trying to be your friend. And she had no idea why it was wrong. Really? And I'm like, you know what? Wow. I I was very judgy. And I said, I probably don't want to be friends with this person. Wow. I I didn't like her anyway. But here's the... (laughs) I was just trying to be nice. She wasn't really a friend. Looking for an excuse. No. Looking for an excuse. But it's amazing to me that a grown woman doesn't know not to put blackface on in this day and age. And she had no idea. All right. So let me ask you this. And so that's why we're getting these lists of you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. Because either we're stupid like she was... Or what? I don't know. Well, we're oblivious. So let me ask you this. Is it, I mean, obviously we've all come to realize that's inappropriate. That's you inappropriate. Do that. But if you go back 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, that happened all the time. So do you think today, if, if someone dressed up in a sombrero and a, and a, a poncho or something like that. And you're is, white. And you're white. Is, yeah, that, is, someone, that, is that inappropriate? Someone would have a problem with it. There's no question about it because everybody has a problem with everything. We have, we wake up, not, I, I wouldn't say we. Many people wake up and are trying to be offended right out of the gate. Yeah. I got to check social media because I really can't wait to be offended today. I mean, I don't know. Becky Lynn, if I put a sombrero on, am I being disrespectful to people? I don't know. And, uh, I guess it, it must depend on your motive behind it. I mean, are you think if you're going to make fun of some, somebody, right. or do you just see that as a a characterization of something that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So Bill Maher has the HBO show. 
uh, real time, right? And right. he was talking about what you know. Why can't we dress up like we want to? And so what if we're offensive? Halloween is supposed to be outrageous. It's a festival of the sacrilegious and a celebration of the grotesque, from zombies to ghouls to bobbing for apples and other people's saliva. Yet, every year there's a new list of offensive things we shouldn't do on the day that's all about being offensive. Okay, let me give you an example. Uh, On social media this week, this weekend, I saw a guy dressed as a Nazi. And he walked into a New York bar, had the swastika on his shoulder, right? Got kicked out. Lucky that's all that happened to him. Okay, I'm guessing <laughs> that was a Halloween costume. <laughs> but in this day and age, you just don't know. <laughs> but I'm guessing, you know, it wasn't last month, it was this month. So right. I'm guessing it was a Halloween costume. Okay, like, how far can you take it? If Bill Maher said, be offensive. So... That, that I don't. Well, that's not right. That's uh, that's over a line. I, I think I for think sure. Oh, for but, sure. But let's like we grew up. You, you, the kids we dress up as cowboys and Indians. That was a can't do you, that now. You can't dress up like an, like, a, like a Native American anymore, right? Right. Like that's not a thing anymore. Well, you can, so, but you're gonna get you're gonna get right. ripped for it. It's it. And right. is that fair? That's the question I'm trying to ask. It's a, it's a tough line. It's a costume. You, you don't want to you don't want to offend anybody. And I think that there's a, I, but but at the same time, you're right. People are so easily offended right now. It's hard not to. So I guess you got to find uh, you dress so, up dress up like the guy at the office, <laughs> right? <laughs> so anything that happened in our future, or excuse me, in our past, we we can't we can't dress up as. So yeah. no, I mean, is a cowboy? You can't dress up as a cowboy, and I'm not talking about the bad football team, even though they're pretty good. But I, I don't oh, like the Cowboys. There was a cowboy that's been one of the most popular Halloween costumes of all time this year. Who's Everybody's that? going as Rip and Beth from Yellowstone. Oh, I was thinking. Uh, I've seen that in yeah. a dozen different places. I was okay. thinking, thinking Mark Fincham with the cowboy oh. hat. Oh, God, this is gracious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, I get it. You're supposed to be offensive. You're supposed to have fun. I'll give you another example. And I know times have changed. I get it. But, you know, when I was in sixth grade, fifth, fifth or sixth grade, my, we had a, I had a buddy named Seth. Every year he dresses a girl for Halloween. Really? It was terrific. It was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. Is Seth a girl now? No, he's not. Oh, I thought that's where the story was going. No. All right. But you can't do that now. Yeah, why? You can't dress as a woman now? No, you can't do that. I think you can. I think you can Oh, totally I don't do think that. you can do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, then you're making that. fun of transgendered people. Uh, See? No, I think you're just making fun of women. No, I'm kidding. I th- why, why I was think that? you're he making was a, fun of yourself. Yeah, how ridiculous you look. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're. I don't think that's a making fun of. Somebody. Oh, I don't think you, you think could do. So? I, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't know. I'm guessing you can't. If you're a guy, you can't be dressing as a girl for Halloween. Am I wrong? I, I think people still do that. I think oh, that's still happens. I don't see yeah, that now. Too. I think you can do that. Well, they still like we had the whole thing with. Um, uh, what do they call it? The thing that Carrie Lake had the problem with, the guys who, who dress as queen. uh, drag, drag queens. Yeah. That's still a thing. You can go to drag queen shows and do that kind of thing. And that nobody finds that to be, I mean, people. some people don't like it, but it's not offensive to trans people, I don't think. They no, I don't that. think so. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen someone dra- dress up as a drag queen at like a, you know, costume party. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I've ever seen that. I had a friend that. one time that I thought this was the best costume. I don't know why he went to so much trouble, but it was hilarious. He was like, Half of him was a football player. He'd cut a football helmet in half and everything. Mm-hmm. And the other side of him was the cheerleader. Oh, no. That's, oh. I'm offended by that. I mean, the whole night, there he was. Let half me ask, football player, half cheerleader. Are, are you guys big costume people? Like, is that your thing every year? You have a creative costume and you come up with something and you, it's some the whole years. thing? Not really? every year, but some years. Really? Yeah. 
Well, I'm married, and I have to do what my wife says when it comes to Halloween. And what, so we go to a party every year. Apparently, your thing on Halloween is to shut the lights off and pretend you're not home. But go ahead. We go to a party, uh, our friend's Halloween party, every year. Okay. Uh, so this year, we were uh, we were uh, Top Gun because of the Tom oh, Cruise movie. Yeah. All right. That's good. I, so saw, I that. saw quite a few of those right. at a Halloween party. Uh, one, uh, one year, uh, my wife was Bella. Is that right? From the Pitch From, Perfect? Uh, yeah. From a vampire Whatever. movie? So, I don't know. And then I, w- I wore a shirt that had a taco on it, and we were Taco Bell. Now, so that's offensive. That's Bella. Great. Why is that taco offensive? Bell. You're dressing like mm. a taco? I did. I had a taco t-shirt. I don't think you're allowed to do that. See, that's that's the point. Well, you had a t-shirt with a taco on it? That's the that's, costume? It was really lame. Yeah, that's <laughs> that why it was funny. really lame. I know. That's not dressing as a taco. <laughs> no, no, no. I did not dress like a taco. Oh, all right. No, I had a t-shirt with a taco on it, and we were all Taco right. Bell. I guess, you know what? Just cancel. Oh, Taco it, Bell. Everybody's going to be all, all, all butthurt because of what we're all wearing anyway. All right, coming <laughs> up, a special edition of Midterm Mayhem. We've got brand new polls. Who's winning? Who's losing? Next.